Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Dr. Araya joining us live from beautiful Monterey, California. Excited to talk about her work as an author and uh, also so much more the way she's here to help people transform their lives and into joy, into harmony. So first and foremost, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Excited to have you here and to learn more about you uh, starting. I would, if you don't mind assuming in the uh, medical field, you're your PhD in psychology, right? Could you share a little bit of your background? Yeah, so I'm not in the medical field. I'm in the psychology field and I'm also a life coach. So I'm a life coach with a PhD in psychology. Perfect. (laughs) And you consider yourself a joyful living coach. What is that? I do. Um, So Joyful Living Coach uh, has been an endeavor of the past decade. And I call myself that because that has been my personal journey. Um, Because, um, you know, throughout I was I was an engineer until 10 years ago, and I resigned from the corporate world. I'm like, I don't want to do this until I die. What am I going to do with my life? What's my purpose? What's my gift? And then um, when I fell into psychology and the psychology of the mind, uh, you know, the science of the mind, neuroscience and all those things, I found out that we humans, we are kind of addicted to pain and suffering. And I was kind of uh, an epitome of that. So I started learning how to rewire this fear-based program in my life with my children, with my husband, in the corporate world, in my, um, you know, Uh, in my profession to rewire this fear thinking that we have that's instilled in us from childhood to rewire it, find a roadmap to rewire that so we can actually live in joy because I do believe our joy is our birthright. We are supposed to have fun and enjoy life, but most of the time we don't. Um, And we are kind of entangled with the everyday uh, life that we have we are. Uh, we get this myopic vision, and we get really entrapped in our suffering. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. So, yeah, your believing joy is our birthright, and that's one of the things you wanted to talk about, and also about bringing awareness. You say to blocks that hinder us from this birthright. Could you elaborate? Sure. So, I do believe that um, kind of we are we are wired ninety nine for five percent, ninety five percent from zero to seven years old because our brain wave frequency is so low in childhood is we are like sponge so we are just absorbing everything that our parents specifically and then the society is uh, dumping on us and we let's be honest like when you're a child and parents are not comfortable with our crying and nagging and um, you know um, 100% uh, of our needs right they cannot fulfill fill them right away so what happens in childhood because our brain is not fully developed we get this idea that we are not good enough so that gets instilled in us and we kind of carry that we relive it we regurgitate this program that we are not good enough and this world is scarce and um there's no happiness out there um and we don't deserve it so because of that, when we are an adult, now we have all these programs. For example, when we are crying, imagine you're, you're a three-year-old and you're crying and your parents probably punish you, they frown at you, all sorts of things. Our protective mechanism learns to suppress our feelings. So we don't know how to feel our feelings. We don't know how to feel even joy because when we were children and we were happy and we were yelling and screaming, 
still we were shut down. Not so loud, not so loud. So again, our brain learned to suppress even the joy feeling. So we lost that and you have to relearn how to live that joy because our brain is fully vigilant about the worries that we might have, like finding threats in our life. Um, so we are always kind of um, ruminating about what goes, what might go wrong in our life all the time. Beautifully said. Thank you so much. Well, then I also want to find out, um, I don't know what order you want to go in, but you are a best-selling author. Um, did you want to talk about that yet? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I've been talking about it. Yeah, the, the book is actually the the result of this endeavor that I had in the past decade. I found a five-step um, like a five-step system, it's a step-by-step -step system. Uh, I found it that it worked for me and it's been working out for my clients and the uh, groups that I teach um, th that will literally transform whatever suffering we have in this moment, transform it into joy and harmony and peace. Um, so as I was learning all these things in the past decade, I'm like, there's so many pieces out there. Uh, how can I use them step-by-step? -step? Because I'm an engineer too, so I really like the system what do I do now? Okay, I have all this beautiful knowledge, but what do I do in this moment when I'm getting mad with my kids or when I'm getting frustrated with my husband or when I'm worried about finances? What do I do in this moment? So I came up with this five-step system that um, that is very practical. Every step has its own world. It's all laid out in the book and all my classes and in my sessions but um then you have actually an acronym the, the system is called p-a-u-s-e it's pause so i'm like okay i'm not living my joy at this point what can i do let me go to p let me do, go to a and then u and then s and then e and then i can come back to that joy that um, i'm trying to relearn literally yeah wow and can i just get a little bit of your backstory here because you were born and raised where? Uh, I know a little bit about your career backstory, but tell me about your family and then what brought you into the business you were in and then now, of course, into this. Sure. So I was born and raised in Iran, <laughs> in Middle East, and uh, until I was 21. So I went to Canada after that, and then I'm in the U.S. Um, and again, from you know, Iranian culture, you really need to be either a doctor or an engineer. So that's why I'm like, I didn't like the sight of blood. So I became an engineer. So I kind of um, checked all these check boxes that the society and the culture um, wanted me to do. And then again, 10 years ago, I'm like, ah, this is not the path that I wanted to go. Like, it doesn't feel so yummy to me. Let me pause and figure out how I can really use my full potential and really enjoy what I do and really help people uh, in a meaningful way. Way Like these are the three criteria that I had for my new, um, you know, journey. And then um, after a month, I started asking people, like, what am I good at? Most people said that I'm a good teacher. I thought maybe I should teach computer science. I don't know. But then um, I was watching this movie, Secret, The Secret, um, because I had time. Um, and then this ad pops up. This ad is a pop of, um, you know, it, it was just an ad for a coaching company. So I got their services. And after some time, they told me to, um, to become, you know, their certified coach. And I 
I did. Then I found out, oops, I cannot have uh, my business in the U.S. with a work visa from Canada. I'm like, darn it. So I went back to get my PhD in psychology and I wrote a book. And now after my getting my green card, I'm actually <laughs> having my business. And I, and I fully feel fulfilled because I really do believe this is my passion, my purpose, my, my mission to bring joy to my life and to the people around me and hopefully to a lot of people. And I'm really, really um, grateful that I wrote this book because it's literally a roadmap uh, from any suffering to to that unconditional joy. Beautiful. And by the way, how can we reach you? Could you share the website, uh, phone number, any forms of contact that you want to share? Sure. Um, so my website is draraya.com, D-R-A-R-A-Y-E-H. Com and the top right corner, the people who are hearing me and are interested, they can make a free 30-minute consultation with me, and then we can see uh, how I can be a uh, help to them or their loved ones. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. So there's still so much more to you and the work you're doing. And again, as an author, um, this is exciting to hear. And we're so proud to have you on the show uh, with all your accolades and accomplishments. Is there something in particular, one of the accomplishments you'd like to say would be your, um, you know, the most, is it the book? Is it your family? Is it helping others? What would you say is your most proudest achievement to this day? That is a really good question. So one of the tools that I like to share is uh, the joy exercise uh, that I share in the book as well. So every hour on the hour or pause, I pause and I ask my clients to pause and um, just rate themselves from zero to 10, 10 being the most joyful, the most grateful, the most graceful they are. They could be, where are they? Are they at four at a five? And then um, they, um, so they, the way that this works is like if there are five, there, and there's something called automatic negative thoughts or ants, we call them, uh, which we have between 30,000 to 100,000 a day. Um, you have between 30,000 and 100,000 thoughts a day. Most of them are negative. So let's call them automatic negative thoughts or ants. And then find the ant that is um, okay. hindering from getting to 10, right? And then do the five-step system. And then after ah. that... Um, feel grateful and pull yourself to up to 10. So the most important thing that really brings me joy is my awakening, is understanding who I am right now, understanding that, um, you know, I was a robot and I was a, I was a slave to my conditioning from the past and I don't have to be a slave and I can rewire and there is a roadmap. I, I just need to um, stick with it and be persistent. So that awareness is my number one um, thing that I'm grateful for. Beautiful. And did you want to discuss some of this laser focus therapy that you offer and um, heart-based tools that you can help others with? Sure. So um, the laser focus therapy is the third step of PAUSE. If you have time, I can um, just... Um, Sure. Yes. Quickly. So the first step uh, or pause is actually pause, pause and breathe. In this step, I talk about mindfulness because actually my PhD dissertation was in mindfulness. So I'm a mindfulness expert academically. So um, in this step, in this step, we understand that, as I said, our brain monitors our surrounding for possible threats many times a minute. Okay. So our brain is wired for negativity. 
we are negatively biased. We have to have this awareness. And by doing and practicing mindfulness, mindful eating, mindful watching, we are kind of retraining the brain to become aware of these automatic negative thoughts that I discussed and just say, no, thank you. No, thank you. So I'm going to come back to, to my breathing sensation on my chest or under my nose or the food I'm eating or the tree I'm watching or the smell I'm smelling, right? So this this is the P where we, um, for example, imagine I'm, I'm really upset right now with my child, for example. So I'm going to go pause. So the first step is pause and I'm going to put my hand probably on my, so this is one of the tools I use, uh, put one, one hand on my forehead and one hand on my chest. And I keep that for three minutes because the nerve endings exist in the, the forehead and it will calm us down or take, uh, take like three deep breaths to the, to, to the body. And that will also put, uh, put down our fight or flight system. So that way I can actually go to the next step. So the next step is A, accept the as is and feel your feelings. So this is where, okay, my child didn't listen to me. Okay. My, my husband said that or my boss said that I'm going to accept it. It's not like I'm condoning it. I'm just accepting it. I'm not resisting it. And then I'm going to feel my feelings. So in the second step of pause, I talk about emotional literacy, because as I mentioned at the beginning, we forgot how to feel because of our parents, right? So we have to relearn how to feel. So allowing ourselves and really feel the core energy of the feeling in our body is a, the most difficult thing we can do, but we have to practice it. And the maximum duration of each feeling is only 90 seconds. So but knowing that it, we can actually uh, rise above our ego defense mechanism, say, no, thank you. I know you don't want me to feel sad, but I know if I feel the sadness in, inside my body, uh, it will pass. I know that it will dissolve. The cure for, for pain is in the pain, Rumi says, right? The pain that we feel, if we feel it, we heal it. So we name it to tame it and feel it to heal it. So that's the second step where we talk about emotions. The third step is the laser focused therapy when you ask. So this way, um, we understand through like a session or two in my, um, you know, sessions or in class, we understand whatever to, we do in adulthood, whatever we think, all our beliefs, they all have a trace to childhood. I'll give you an example. I had a client who hated ice cream and we did the laser focused therapy and we found out when she was three and she was eating ice cream, her parents were shouting at each other on top of her. And now she's associating ice cream with a bad memory and she's hating ice cream so anything we do is and has a trace back to childhood this is where we understand the trigger is inside of us right it's not mm -hmm. what my husband said or what my my um you know my boss said so we take the power back then we go to s search for different perspective and we talk about basic psychological needs and behavior is a symptom and we try to see positive perspectives even in the most negative situations, we, we kind of challenge ourselves to find positive reasoning for people's behavior rather than, oh, he's selfish or she's a narcissist, whatever. So we try to find positive perspective by understanding the psychological needs of people. And then E is about um, eliminate fear and proceed with compassionate boundaries is about self-care is about setting healthy boundaries. So that's that's when we take action. So PAUS, the fourth step is actually within us and doing the, the work within us. And then E is setting up, you know, a good example as an action for people and for ourselves. So this way we take power back from whatever is happening around us. Is it the weather or the government or the husband or the boss or the friend or the parents? Um, we understand that they are there to show us where we can heal and we can know who we are and get 
connected to our to our true essence, which is nothing but pure light and with no conditioning and no judgment. All right. So beautiful work. So transformational coaching, we'll call it. But then you also do relationship coaching, right? Uh, and conscious parenting. Those are other two aspects of some of the services you offer. Did you want to dive into any of those? Yes. So um, again, all of this is the same. As I said, the trigger could be the weather. It doesn't matter. So it's it's just that we, for example, with the couples, when the couples come to me, uh, we S is very important. Search for different perspectives. Why? Because as people, unfortunately, we don't know how to communicate with each other, especially when things are tough. The way we speak, uh, we start with criticism. It always starts with criticism. When we criticize a person, a person uh, is not an adult anymore. Literally, that person becomes a little child, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, who's being re-traumatized by the person's criticism. So the inner child of the person feels not adequate, feels not good enough. It feels triggered that way. So that way, the little child, what does a two-year-old do when someone knocks down a tower, bites and hits and, you know, we do that. We throw adult tantrums, right? So we use contempt, we use abandonment, we use all sorts of things. So this way, by doing the PAUSE, we understand all the triggers within me. And now after that, when I empower the individuals, the couples individually to understand their triggers and to heal their own wounds, then I teach them a magical conscious communication formula where you you learn, because we don't know how to communicate, we learn how to communicate. Because when I talk, you don't listen to me to listen to me. You listen to respond to me. So we learn to, the first step is mirroring. So you have to pay close attention to what the other person says to be able to mirror. So most of the time when couples come to me, when I ask the other person to mirror, 99% of the time they get it wrong. And the person says, I didn't say that. Because we are filtering uh, whatever they say and we take it personally. So we have to understand whatever people do has nothing to do with us. And we just need to become good teammates in our relationship rather than opponents because that's what's happening in relationships. We are opponents, we're tackling each other, we're criticizing, we're defending ourselves. Communication is lost. So we have to learn, like work on ourselves individually and then learn this formula to understand, like mirroring by itself is like 90% of the job. Like why therapy works? Mirroring. The therapist usually listen and mirror. So um, that's for a relationship. The parenting um, is the same. It's just it's more tricky because parenting is like <laughs> the topic of parenting is like topic of religion. People are so prejudiced about their parenting styles. But I do conscious parenting. I'm um, I'm actually endorsed and certified by Dr. Shafali, who is the founder of Conscious Parenting, Oprah Winfrey's favorite parenting expert. It's a very I don't want to say new because it's old. It's kind of a Buddhistic-based uh, uh, parenting. But um, it's very, um, it, it, it becomes the same thing. Like we do the work with everyone else. But when it comes to our children, we expect them to obey. While th- this is kind of hypocrisy. There are also people. We are walking each other home, as Ramdas says. So the our kids become even the, the strongest awakeners for us to find our wounds when i'm getting frustrated with a with a child and i'm expecting them to obey it means 
my inner child is feeling so out of control and wants to have control. So we are trying to control this real child. So we have to understand that. And then um, this is the base of conscious parenting. And then when we take care of that, our inner wounds and we are not dumping our psychological um, ickiness on our children, then we can see the child. Then we can find solutions together and find out what the unmet need of the child is so I, as a parent, can provide um, so we can actually have a peaceful relationship at home. Um, so they're all the same. The base is the same. Uh, the base is that whatever is triggering us in the in, in the outside is actually showing us where the wound is within me. And I'm going to do the work first and then communicate and do whatever I need to do with people. Beautiful. All right, Dr. Ray, what else did you want to share for uh, your show today? We still got only five minutes left. It goes so quick. My goodness. <laughs> so um, I kind of jam-packed the whole book. <laughs> but, you know, I have, as you see, I have passion and I really like to offer my knowledge. So it's not my knowledge, actually. It's the wisdom that is out there. And I'm just tapping into it and everyone else can too. So, um, yeah, my book, and I actually published an audio, audible of it. I'm very uh, excited about that. Um, so it's on audible. People can get that. And um, what else? They can make a free 30-minute consultation with me. Also, I'm hired by the school district in Pacific Grove in California. And because of COVID, we, I'm offering the, the classes online with Zoom. So everyone in the U.S. only, not anywhere else, they can actually, um, you know, um, Sign up for that if they're if you know the one-on-one sessions are not uh, doable for people. So they can join. There is like ten session, two hour every session. It's it's my community work that I do. So whoever is out there and is really interested in what I'm saying, they can. Um, it's very affordable. It's, as I said, it's my community work. They can also join that. But so they can um, buy. You know, if they go to my website, drariot.com, in the middle of the the page, there are two gifts. One is the conscious parenting gift and one is the art of living and joy gift, which is actually the summary of my book. They're both gifts. They can uh, download it. They will come to my email list. And whenever the, these classes are available or whatever goes, go, goes on in my life, they can get to know about it. Right. Thank you so much. My goodness. We still got three minutes left. I'm not cutting you short. But, um, you know, for someone that's new to you, I was reading on the site before you offer a 30 minute free consultation with someone. Yes. Yes. It's on my website, draraya.com, D-R-A-R-A-Y-E-H.com. And they can, um, you know, make their free call. And then um, I ask tons of questions. They're great self-discovery tools. And then we'll see how we can move forward. Awesome. Well, that clearly sets you. I was going to ask you what makes you unique, but the fact you have um, your degree um, and then in uh, what do I call psychology, right? Um, as well as life coaching, that's definitely unique. I don't know many life coaches that have that that dual certification. <laughs> I, I but, also have the engineering background. So yes. Like so, and I have I have because I'm from Iran. Like I come from the Sufi land and all those things. I have the heart based uh you know it's, it's, it's what the, my work is an amalgamation of all these tools both eastern and western and so it's and i do believe we are whole and complete we don't want anyone or anything to feel complete that's my core belief and then um so i do believe we have access like wi-fi we have access to all the knowledge in the world so yep. we just have 
to kind of get rid of, or not get rid of, but release all these conditioning that we have had since childhood. Um, and just to be able to tap into that innate yeah. wisdom that we have. So that's, hence, if you can see my book out there, that uh, the cover is a heart pulling a brain, right? So, which means, you know, we're doing, we're using the brain as a servant for the heart. And that's what Einstein said, right? So we are using the intuition and the heart um, as the master and the brain and, the, you know, Western psychology and medicine and all this thing become the servants. So we use them. But at the end, we should know that we have all the wisdom within us. Perfect. And one more time, tell us how we can contact you. Sure. So it's D-R-A-R-Y-E-H dot com um free 30 minute consultation at the top right corner also i'm on social media d-r-a-r-a-y-e-h i'm on instagram linkedin facebook uh and everywhere else perfect thank you so much uh, really excited to have you here and uh thank you so much for everything today again call for that free initial consultation it can't hurt right holidays are here come on we all can better uh, improve ourselves in so many different ways so thank you again dr raya and we'll hopefully talk soon okay Blessings. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.